Welcome to the Bob Siegel Show podcast on the Cross Global Media Radio Network. Visit cgmradio.com slash bob to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. I'm your host, Bob Siegel. Always good to be joined by my producer, Brendan Thomas. How you doing, Brendan? I am doing fantastic, Bob. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm ready for some. You have some questions for me today. I do. I have one of your favorites, and I know one of your wife's favorites. I know everyone's favorites. I have some Bible questions for you today, right. and we're really looking forward now, to Now, before we get to the Bible, it's time for a contrite heart. It's time for a profuse apology. It's time for some overdue penance. I made a grave error on our program last Sunday, and I'm just the kind of guy that will admit that. You were talking about the passing away of a very prolific songwriter, Mm -hmm. and you mentioned that one of the songs she wrote was called Don't Know Much. I asked you, was that Don't Know Much About History? To your credit, you said, I think so, but you didn't commit yourself. So I went on and on about how much I loved that song, and that song, of course, was recorded by Sam Cooke, and I mentioned that it was in the movie Witness. Now, that's all true. That song was in the movie Witness, and everything I said about what a great movie Witness was, that's still all true, and I still hope any of you that never saw that movie will go out and see it. But the song you were referring to was actually Don't Know Much, But I Know I Love You. Very different song. Yes. <laughs> so I went off on a roll. That Now, obviously, they sound very similar. And, of course, I was familiar with the other song, too, when I looked it up and realized I'd made that mistake. But don't want to lead our audience astray. No, so I appreciate it, at least. I'm willing to accept responsibility when I'm wrong and stuff like that. So, I mean... That's all a common mistake anyways. But so, I don't yeah. want all those great things I said about the movie Witness to be lost exactly. on the audience. It's still a great movie. You still need to go see it. See, I thought Jim was going to call in next week and let you know, hey, I, so I was listening to your show a couple of He weeks. probably <laughs> will. Now, if he hears this show before, we may do a preemptive strike. Otherwise, he might bring it up next week when he's on. Of course, okay. I could then cut him off and go, ah, Jim, save it. I already confessed <laughs> yep, last that week. Was it. <laughs> okay. So I wanted to get into some Bible questions for you today. Great. And it should be a lot of fun. I want to start off with my first Bible question by giving you a quick story of how I came up with this question. Okay. I was watching a live stream online of a person preaching at a college campus and taking any Bible questions as well against people out there. And during this live stream, everyone kept mentioning, hey, he should really look into Matthew chapter 6 verses 5 through 13. And I was like, hmm, I'm curious. What does it say? Because I don't think it's doing anything against him personally. So here's what it state specifically Matthew chapter 6 verses 5 through 8 specifically they say and when you pray do not be like hypocrites for they will love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others truly I tell you they have received their reward in full but when you pray go into your room close the door and pray for your father who is unseen then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you and when you pray do not keep on blabbing like pagans for they think they will be heard because of their many words do not be like them for your father knows what you need before you ask him and then if listeners are wondering what the verses 9 through 13 was it just says the lord's prayer after that so yes yes. i'm just excluding that part because that has nothing to do with much about this so does this verse dismiss public praying and does this verse also dismiss public gatherings such as on the campus trying to preach the message of god to other christians out there as well is my question to you okay well it's an excellent question this was part of the sermon on the mount you're reading from matthew chapter 6 but of course there were no chapter divisions when matthew was written 
then Matthew was writing what he eyewitnessed. He was one of the disciples of Jesus. Throughout that sermon, Jesus gives strong condemnation for the Pharisees. Now, the Pharisees were a religious party of his day, not like the clergymen of his day. Mm-hmm. They were very proud. They were very boastful. And they did like to show off while praying. And Jesus is talking here about the motive of prayer. If your motive for praying is to show off, don't do it. And I think we see that today. You're in a prayer meeting. Suddenly you realize somebody's not just praying. He's giving a three-point sermon and he's enjoying hearing himself talk. We've got to be very careful with that. It is not a prohibition for public prayer if the public prayer is done the proper way. And we know that because Jesus commissioned his disciples to go to the whole world and preach the gospel. And right at the beginning of the book of Acts, when his apostles are obeying that command, they break out in prayer all over the streets. And there's nothing in the commentary of the writer that they're doing anything wrong. So it is the motive. Yes, if your reason for praying is to show off in front of people, then pray quietly, just you and God, because you can't have a double motive if you're doing that. But there are other reasons for public prayer, and those reasons are okay. Okay, so in what way were they trying to show off in the prayer? Because I'm trying to remember. They're trying to show how pious they were. The Pharisees believed, frankly, that they were better than other people. They called other people sinners. Well, they didn't call everybody in the community sinners, but they used the word sinners in a derogatory way, and yet they come out of the law of Moses, which had a day of atonement for everybody's sin. If you asked a Pharisee if he was guilty of sin, he'd say, well, yes, there's a day of atonement that covers my sin, but he would have been hard-pressed to think of an example. They did not have the humility to talk candidly about their own sins, only other people's. So their prayers were these high and mighty, and we also see in the context later on when Jesus is talking in that same place about fasting, he says the Pharisees like to disfigure their faces and make it very clear that they're fasting. And he says, no, when you fast, comb your hair and wash your face and don't go out and say, oh, no mashed potatoes for me. I'm uh, (coughs) fasting today. So it all gets back to the motive. If they're being a bunch of spiritual show-offs, well then, yeah, just keep it between you and God. Okay, But that's not always the motive for praying in public. Sometimes there are good motives. And we see so many examples of public prayer throughout the New Testament. Okay. And Jesus himself prayed publicly all the time. So because of that, would you say that some televangelists go underneath this thing where they're showing off a little bit too much or because they're under like the sanctity of a holy house, basically, or their form of their church. Therefore, they're okay with having... Uh, Yeah, it's a good question. I can't look into their hearts. It certainly appears that way to me. A lot of times it does look to me like they're showing off their spirituality. Not all of them, Mm -hmm. some of them. Billy Graham was one that I never thought was like that. No, no, I wasn't using him specifically. And his son, Franklin Graham, I would preempt from that too. But certainly it looks that way to me, but I say that carefully because I can't see their heart and I can't see their motives. Jesus, of course, knew the motives of these men so he had no problem right so only god can really see their motives only god could god could speak to a prophet and reveal that to him but that prophet better be very careful he really heard (laughs) something from god before he goes running off at the mouth okay the bob siegel show podcast is a production of bob siegel and cross global media visit us online and subscribe to the show at cgmradio.com slash bob